Hi, I'm Chris Starr, host of the Peck Podcast. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about the mathematics of coronavirus. Unchecked, COVID-19 can act algorithmically on the health of a society. While health officials work around the clock to create guidelines to flatten the curve, they are depending on the data, models, and calculations of scientists and mathematicians. This is Season 1, Episode 8 of Classroom Reimagined. And who better to talk to about this than Jennifer Hogan, head of the Peck School's math department and lower school math teacher. It's become so apparent to me the role that math and mathematicians are playing in this whole search to understand what's happening around the world with the coronavirus. There are definitely times where I'll say to my students, like, boys and girls, you're going to be needing this skill. This is something that you will be using every day. I think, you know, we are looking at healthcare workers, nurses, doctors. I mean, they are using math and science every moment of their day, and they are saving lives. And the crossover between science and, and math is, is so important. So problem-solving skills, figuring things out. I mean, for them to see that connection is just where our world is and where, where it's going to be moving to. While we look to so many things right now to give us hope and optimism, Jennifer uses math as a method to teach resilience and the ability to grapple with uncertainty. I think right now is a time where so many of us don't know. We don't know what's happening. When my students say to me, I don't get this problem, my answer is usually, that's okay. We need kids to say, I don't know, or I don't know right now, but I'll find out. Um, it's really important that our students take risks. They don't do things that are just comfortable. They don't live inside that comfort box. Taking risks is a, is a big, big piece of, of our daily math um, expectations. You wanna learn from your mistakes. You wanna make a lot of mistakes. It gets you to the right answer. If you're not making mistakes, then you're probably not taking risks. Try it again, persevere through problems. Nothing is quick in math. Um, math should take time. Um, we do expect them to push themselves. You know, how do you know your answer is right? Um, is that the only way to get there? What's another way? Get re rolled. Oh, uh, look, scan down the notes and see if you see a different way. Oh, the, um, how What's that called? It looks like a fraction kind of. It isn't, doesn't just look like a fraction, it's it actually a fraction. Yeah. There. So there are always three questions that I have looming in my classroom. The first one is why, the second one is how, and the third one is can you find another way? Um, if you don't agree with somebody, why? What do you, why do you think your answer is right and their answer is not right? Or can you, can you look at what they said and, and why they said it? Or can you even listen to what someone said and, and say it a different way? You know, we need to be able to sit with a problem and struggle with it and be okay with that. Um, and I think sometimes as parents, it can be hard for us to allow our children to struggle, um, but it's very important. The Peck School practices a very personal and individual approach to mathematics called guided math. For Jennifer, that's been the biggest challenge of distance learning, but has led to some creative alternatives. Guided math um, is a program that we use where Teachers are able to teach in small groups. So we're able to take a concept and use different manipulatives and different ways of teaching it um, to meet every single student. Um, so unfortunately, when we are Zooming, we're really not able to create that same small group environment. That's been, I think for me, uh, one of the biggest challenges is how do we recreate that guided, guided lesson? We do have our small math classes going on, which is great. Being creative in how we can get kids to be counting and using different manipulatives as they would in the classroom um, is something that we are also taking into account. We've been really trying to make them interactive, you know, fun, interactive, fluency, you know, games, activities, 
just really grab the kid's attention. Um, one of the things we do in third grade is um, we do a lot of you know true-false questions. If they thought the answer was true, they were doing jumping jacks. If they thought it was false, they were doing sit-ups or push-ups. Um, and these were things the kids were coming up with themselves. So I was participating and it was just keeping that energy really high. Math can be taught and flipped in different ways. Um, so it's really about making it interactive and, and having them see math in the world around them and the importance of mathematics in their life as well. Um, I think when we're in the classroom and we're in our school and we're in our life at Peck, there's there's a bit of a controlled environment, you know, where we're creating this environment for them. Um, and right now, that environment is really out of our control. And that's something that's very different for teachers and for educators. I think the having the empathy and to continue to look at each child is is a different learner is a different person and then each family can handle things differently um, and just to constantly give the support that's needed and i think that's what i love most about peck um, and our ability in our math program is to really cater it to the needs of a specific class and a specific grade and then down to the specific student